This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Round Ball Stew. I am Matt Straup. It is Monday, August 30th. And today we are looking at some of our favorite fantasy draft targets as of late August and what will soon be early September. We're going to discuss some names that should go near the top of your drafts and also some names that should not. These are just players we like, players we're drafting if we are drafting today. All of that and more is coming up in just a second. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Start clean with Clorox because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time. Because messes happen. Because oh God, the charcoal mess. Great, because why would I put that on my face when I could drop it in my sink? This is what I get for multitasking. Ugh, why is charcoal so sticky? <clears throat> Hello? Hey, Janice. I am so sorry. I thought I was on mute. <laughs> no, we don't need to reschedule. I'll just stay off camera. Ooh, yeah, that happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed. As we welcome in everyone listening on the podcast and watching live on YouTube, I'm joined by Steve Alexander. Steve, how was the weekend? Well, the Golden Team machine at Johnny B's is, uh, we broke it. Wow. The trackball has taken a five-year beating, and it was bound to happen. Wow. So we've got issues there. we got issues there, but, you know, I didn't, of course, I know the guy that works on the Golden Team machine, the vendor. Okay. So I, I let him know. Let him know we were having a crisis. So. Yeah. Emergency call place to that guy. He's going to get on that ASAP. The trackball breaks. I'm picturing like a very hard spin by you. The trackball comes flying out of its socket and like goes through the screen. But was it less spectacular than that? Way more boring than that. Like the game still works. It's just very, like you really, you got to have patience. Got it. Um, to take a backswing, it take may, might take you two minutes to make that actually happen. And then when you're playing with a group of like four people, it's, it turns into like a three hour game and you know, nobody has time for that. No, nope. it's not fun. Nobody has time. Well, let's get into this conversation. We are here to have today. We have a list of 10, I believe of our favorite draft targets as of right now. These are five players. We would each be drafting aggressively if our fantasy drafts were in fact today. And Steve, we're going to alternate here. You are up first. I believe your first player on 
your list that you sent to me was a certain Slovenian point forward who plays in the city of Dallas. I don't want to give away who it is, but that's just a little clue for our listeners. It's just a, a shocking development. <laughs> I didn't have time to, to dive all the way down to the bottom of my list. But, you know, the, the reason I said, let's just do my guys, a my guys podcast, because I write, I've started writing a my guys column. And as the years have gone by and the, the longer I have done this, I just seem like every year to end up with more and more of the same guys on all my fantasy teams. And so I get locked into, I actually set up the, my guys system so that like you got this guy in round one, this guy in round two, this guy in round three. And and if I plan it right, I can get all my guys in a draft and it happens. It happens occasionally. And that's sort of become one of my goals, like the end game, I guess. But I, and I also like to win the league, but, at some point, it's just I dislike my guys. So, okay, Luca is obviously my guy. He's he's the like the president of the my guys sure. team and the founder, possibly. He's really really good. He was a a fourth round fantasy value last year, Matt. Yes, um, twenty eight points, eight boards, eight point six assists, pretty big numbers. Now, not a ton of steals from Luca. Not a ton of blocks, even mm-hmm. though I think he led the Olympics in blocks and uh, super high turnover. Sort of the same, same issues. Another point guard that will always be tied to Luca has, except at least Luca gets rebounds. But if you want Luca, you're going to have to take him in the first round, even yeah. though he's he's returning. According to Basketball Monster, he returns fourth round value. I have no qualms with taking him anywhere in round one. I probably wouldn't take him. You probably shouldn't take Luca uh, in the first half of the first round because I think there's just like bona fide won't hurt you anywhere, guys. But you know, Luca is one of the most popular players in the league. He's one of the most popular fantasy players, and you know, there's going to be a guy in almost every league who loves Luca and is going to go after him in round one, whether he picks first or twelfth. So yeah, and the the one optimistic thing I'll offer you're you're right. He was thirty seventh in nine category leagues last year, according to Basketball Monster. But if you punt turnovers, he goes to eighteenth. So that's kind of as close as I can get you to Luca in the first round. And maybe with that punt plus you know a little bit of improvement, he's obviously well, still really young. So. If you punt turnovers and let's say your league counts free throws made instead of free throw percentage, uh-huh. then he's top ten. Okay. He's got he's probably top top okay. six. Because free throws, as you and I very well know, are a huge problem, have been a, a problem for Luca. And they it was bad down the stretch last year. Yeah. Like it got really almost pathetic. Like it was hard to watch, especially for me. I have the Clint Capella t shirt to prove it. Exactly. So I mean, Luca. There are holes in his games. In his game, I still think he's going to be a better free throw shooter. What, Matt, you've got basketball monster pulled up. Punt free throws and turnovers for Luca. Stand by. Keep talking while I do this. Free throws and turnovers punted. Oh, look at that! You're already there. Oh, number six. Yeah. If you just make two major adjustments to a fantasy league, if you just adjust two out of nine, that's a lot. Is it? Yeah, it's twenty-two percent, right? <laughs> Free throw percentage. I mean, you you can build a team around Luca. That's fair with poor free throw shooters yeah. and just not worry about it. And lots of really good players have super high turnovers, so it's not 
every good player for the most part has pretty high turnovers for the most part. That's true. I don't worry about the turnovers. It's once you once you have to punt two categories, it gets a little tricky. But point taken, you maybe shouldn't take Luca in the first round, but you're going to have to, and there is a scenario where it could work out if you do. So let's move to my first guy on my list. Steve, you said yours kind of could be like a first through fifth round kind of thing. Mine is not totally that, but I do start with the guys who will go toward the top of the draft. The first name I brought to the table here is Fred Van Vliet. We talked about him a little bit on Friday. He was a top 15 player in nine category leagues last year, basically. I think he was 16th technically, while shooting 39% from the field. Now, he was a 41% shooter each of the previous two years. So if he just gets a little bit of a correction, we were talking about this on Friday as well, he's going to be even better. This is a guy who averaged almost 20 points, four boards, six assists, Great defensive stats, 1.7 steals, 0.7 blocks, more than three three-pointers a game. This is a guy who had a five-steal, four-block game at one point this season. So Van Vliet's defense really became an asset this past year beyond just the steals. And uh, I just love him. And I'll be very happy to come away with him in the second round. And I might add, Kyle Lowry. Yes. Right? He's gone. He's gone. Yeah. I mean, this is big. This is big news. If Fred Van Vliet was already... 16th in fantasy rankings last year in front of Giannis, Chris Paul, Bam Adebayo, Drew Holiday, guys like that. With Kyle Lowry in Toronto, what is going to happen with no Kyle Lowry? Like, this is very exciting, Matt. I agree with you. I, I'm 100% with you. And let's uh, let's not linger on it. I think we both agree here. Let's go to your next guy, Steve. Your next guy is has already been referenced here uh, in passing. He's a certain... Uh, Atlanta Hawks, we'll just say point guard, whose jersey you can actually see behind me right now if you're watching on YouTube. Tell us about uh, your feelings for Trey Young and where you're hoping to get him in fantasy, Steve. Well, the good old days, which was a couple years ago, I, you could get Trey and Luca on the same on the same team. Mm-hmm. Trey Young is who we're talking about. Um, you get Trey and Luca on the same team, and the, the the leagues where I had both of them on the same team, like my team was fun. We were blowing people out. It was a points league, I believe, where I had that scenario going. But Trey and Luca have, have similarities, though, because Trey, 4.1 turnovers, yep. blocks are almost non-existent, less than one steal a game, which is weird. You'd think Trey could get – and I, I think there's room for that number to improve. I agree. And then, you know, less than – fewer than four rebounds per game, which which is also a little bit of an issue. But Trey's a better free throw shooter than Luca. Both of their field goal percentages are kind of weak. But, you know, I think for me, when I'm looking at my first round, I either want to come out of there with Trey or Luca. Yeah. And they're both point guard eligible. Point guards are kind of where it's at in fantasy these days. And that's that's where I'm going. These are both guys I'd be thrilled to get as the second player on my team. And I probably can't get as the second player on my team. Uh, Trey, by the way, was 58th in nine category leagues last season. Fifth round, yeah. But now, weird again, if you just punt the turnovers, just like we did with Luca, <laughs> he jumps to 23rd. And that is the, I think if you're playing a nine category league, that's by far the easiest category to punt. Because, like you said, there's so many good players who have high turnovers. And uh, yeah, I, I'm okay punting that one. So, again, he's really. Based on what he did last year as a second-round value, I do think, like you said, there's a chance for some improvement in steals. He's gotten more active on defense. He's gotten better at deflecting passes. If you just watch the Hawks games, you can see that. So I think there's a chance for Trey Young to eventually become like a 1.2 steals per game kind of guy, and that would help a lot. But uh, yeah, 
for me, it's a second round guy who maybe you can't get in the second round. But if, if somehow it happens, it's not going to happen for you, Steve, because people are just going to be trying to take Trey and Luca in your leagues to make you mad. Well, Brian Rosenworcel of Guster, like to pick Luca directly in front of me in that sports edge draft we do. And it, he only reason he did it was because I was drafting behind him. So yes. It, and that's the thing, you know, with us talking about our thoughts and our feelings about all these players and, and writing columns about it and throwing it all out there. Like people know, people know what we're going to do yep. in drafts before we know what we're going to do. And you and Brian Rosenworcel have barely spoken since then. I feel like this drove a wedge into this friendship and uh, I'm not, I don't know. I don't know where we are, but I'm worried about you guys. No, no, I think we're okay. Oh, okay. I think we're all right. Okay. Uh, let's stick with the no surprises here theme. Uh, my second of five players I want to talk about today is Nikola Vucevic. Shocker. Uh, top 10 guy in nine category leagues, if you don't count five games of Kyrie Thomas, which really throws off the the whole rankings from last season. I wish there was a button you could click on Basketball Monster to say, uh, remove Kyrie Thomas. Hide. Remove Kyrie Thomas <laughs> and his five games from the rankings. Anyways, Vooch last year, 23.5 points, nearly 12 boards, four dimes, 0.9 steals, 0.7 blocks, two and a half threes. If you believe the narrative that Vooch is going to lose too much production because of the additions of DeMar DeRozan and Alonzo Ball, I want to say thank you. And that is why I am going to get this guy in the second round. And I appreciate it. Yeah. You having Vooch on your list is about as surprising as me having Luca yeah. on mine. So Fair. Um, we talk, we talk, it's, I feel like we've talked about Vooch a lot we have. over recent weeks. Yeah. And we don't need to, we don't need to belabor it. He's good. I think he's going to go to the fall in the second round in a lot of leagues. And that's excellent news for uh, fantasy managers who get him. And he could fall. I could see Vooch fall in third round in some leagues too. Wow. I think it's possible. Don't get my hopes up, Steve. I would be very excited about that. So who, so your fourth guy, your third guy, excuse me. Uh, you said we were going to go in order of I could get these guys in rounds one, rounds two, rounds three, rounds four, round five. You went Luca, then Trey. Who would be the third guy then in this scenario? It would be, the, it would be my fifth guy who was a late replacement yeah. for... An eight for an eighteenth rounder. Yeah, so let, let's <laughs> jump to that guy now. Yes, you were originally going to talk about Cam Johnson. You went and looked up his numbers and realized maybe that would not be a great guy to talk about because he was really fun to watch in the playoffs, but the numbers fantasy wise, it's hard to see that path to relevance. So hit us with your third guy, Steve. Well, I'm actually gonna I'm actually gonna talk about Cam Johnson for a, a okay, second, okay. and I'm gonna blame I'm gonna blame you for him being on my list. Okay. No, it's actually all my fault. But but you, I, I, the last memory I have about Cam Johnson from last season was you and I texting during a playoff game. Yeah, and Cam Johnson hit like a big three pointer, and he, he actually played. He was fun to watch in the playoffs, and he played. He really had a well. pretty sweet dunk too, I think. Yeah, he had a very sweet dunk. And yeah. you sent a text, like right around when this flurry was going on, you were like, man, the Hawks could sure use a Cam Johnson on their team right now. Oh, love him. And I just felt like it inflated him uh, for me. And I was like, oh, man, Cam Johnson's going to break out this year. And I, like Terrence Mann is a much better, would have been a much better selection. So anyway, mm -hmm. we, the guy we're going to talk about is another obvious home run for me it's michael porter jr i just got the michael porter jr fake jersey what was he third round value yep last year missed a bunch of games he was in he was the first guy that i recall being thrown into the mysterious covid protocols where we're putting him in this protocol we don't know when he's coming out and there was like no information it was really the first time 
Uh, I felt like we had that happen last year and he overcame it, man, had a, had a really good year. I think he's going to be even better this year. Like the sky is the limit for MPJ. And I'm kind of excited about getting him. And it, it may take a second round pit to get MPJ this year. I hope not, but I feel like it is. I think it's going to. He was last year around 19.7 boards, nearly three threes with some steals, some blocks, close to one per game. Well, 0.7 steals, 0.9 blocks. And like you said, I, I do believe in the ceiling for this guy. And uh, yeah, he's a monster. And I do think he's likely going the second round of a lot of leagues. So maybe worth it. But it's your scenario of getting Trey, Luca, and Michael Porter Jr. is not probably a realistic one though steve i just have to prepare you for that reality okay I, and i agree with that although there is a scenario where trey could could be a second round pick yeah and where mpj could be early third i mean there's a like if i was picking first 12th the no, first 24th to 25th no it's not gonna happen you're right okay my third guy it's lonzo ball I'm uh, just going to quickly make the case here for Lonzo. He missed 17 games, but was a top 50 guy when he was out there. Averaged 14.6 points, nearly five boards, six assists, a steal and a half, more than three threes per game. His percentages, which were for so long the reason, one reason not to draft Lonzo in people's minds, uh, rose to 41.5 from the field, 78 from the free throw line, just 2.2 turnovers, which is a really good number for a point guard. Still just 23 years old, obviously playing for the Bulls now. I just really like Lonzo Ball as a combination of floor and ceiling, Steve. I think worst case, he's going to get you serviceable numbers. And best case, he's going to get you something more, contributes across the board. I will be drafting Lonzo Ball, and I I don't think that the draft day cost is going to be too extreme. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, Actually, Lonzo Ball is also one of my guys. He's he's on a ton of my teams last year. He probably will be again this year. I, I just like him. And he's, he's one of those guys where once the big-name point guards are off the board and you get to the middle rounds, he's sitting there. And I'm not scared to draft Lonzo Ball at all. I like doing so. And, again, he's young, and he's only getting better also. So he, he's up and coming, and goodbye, Kobe White. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com, to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Start clean with Clorox, because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time. Because messes happen. Because... Hey, listen. Remember how you told me to toss those takeout containers before we left for vacation? And you were like, I'm serious. If that leaks over the counter, it'll be a slimy abomination by the time I get back. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Don't worry about it. I won't forget. (laughs) Well. Ooh, yeah. That happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed. Rinse after use if in contact with food surface. 
Okay, we each have two names left, Steve. So it's your turn. You've got two guys left. Which one do you want to bring next? Christian Wood. Uh, I was all in on him last year. Aggressively, very aggressively all in on him. Probably took him too early in a lot of a lot of my drafts. And he and he only he only made it through 41 games. So yeah. lots of ankle stuff going on with him last year. But man, when he was out there. He's a really good player. He what what was his fantasy value? Sixth round in 41 games last year. 21 points, 9.6 boards, almost a steal, 1.2 blocks. I think I think his blocks are going to be higher this year. I think he's going to get up to a steal this year. And and if he can stay healthy and stay on the court, he should be able to average a 20 and a 10. And I don't think I will have to reach as far for him this year as I did last year, maybe. Probably because I won't be I won't be overhyping him like I was last year for two months. Yeah, I, I think the thirty one missed games is gonna help your cause in terms of getting him a little bit later. And I think Steve, you put him on your team with Luca or with Giannis because Christian Wood is an ideal free throw percentage punt player. He shot sixty three percent on nearly five attempts per game, which is sneaky kind of bad for your free throw percentage but when you sneaky bad when you put him when you punt uh on the old basketball monster he jumps to a second round player 23rd overall so huge jump for him when you just take the free throws out of the equation because the counting stats as you as we mentioned were awesome i mean he was around 21 points nearly 10 boards steals blocks threes so it's really just missed games in the free throws and i don't think you really worry about the missed games could it happen again? Sure, but we just saw it happen one time. He had some recurring ankle issues. So hopefully, those are in the past. But there were there were some times last year where you know when I I drafted him in every league and early in the season it looked like that was going to be a really smart move. But then the injuries just piled up, and Houston was so weird anyway. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Yep, I'm with you. Um, I'm going to go with my second to last player with a guy that you and I know as the Time Lord. Now, he has a new contract with Boston. The competition at center there is, there's some additional competition, but it's not exactly robust with Enos Cantor and Al Horford. Time Lord basically had a two-month stretch last year, his best stretch of the season, where he averaged around 10 points, eight boards, two and a half assists, 2.3 blocks. And per 36 minutes, Steve, he was around 15 points, 13 rebounds, three and a half dimes, 1.6 steals, 3.3 blocks. We know Time Lord's not a guy who's going to get 36 minutes very often, but he does not need 36 minutes to do his thing. You know, injuries and playing time kept his numbers from last season in check. I think that's going to make it a little easier to get him in fantasy drafts, and uh, he will absolutely be a target for me. What are your thoughts? Uh, I will always associate Time Lord with you, me, and Adam Schefter, because I feel like we we had a big Time Lord discussion when we had Adam on the show last year, and hopefully we can do that again this year and talk about the Time Lord some more. Free this guy up, give him more minutes. Uh, you know, when you and Rosenworcel and I set up that per minute uh, fantasy league, uh, yes, Robert Time Lord Williams might be the number one pick. He's up there. Yes, the per the per thirty six minute league where you draft a player and get their per thirty six minute production. Although we were recently had a little back and forth on Twitter because a listener referenced this and said there's a site that you can customize to this extent. I haven't checked it out yet. But then Rosenworcel replied and said something about he's envisioning a league where you draft guys who have terrible per minute production and PJ Tucker is a first round pick. And I was like, wait, Brian, I don't think that's what the plan was. 
So it like mutated in his brain or something like that, Steve. You probably didn't see this exchange, did you? I didn't. I missed that. Okay. I, uh, well. Yeah, I don't know what's going on there. I, I thought I thought the idea was to put together these kind of obscure guys that play eight minutes a night, but just ball out in those eight minutes. Boban is a perfect Boban. example. Yeah. You know who else is a good example? Who's that? Chris Boucher. Oh, what a segue, Steve. <laughs> right to it. Your yes. last guy is the one and only Chris Boucher, permanent monster Chris Boucher. Let's hear it. Let's hear the case for him after, I should say, Steve, uh, a season that had extreme ups and downs. And I think for you, is a little bit emotionally draining. You, you're very frustrated at Nick Nurse at times last season. Well, the first thing I was going to talk about right now was Nick Nurse. Um, so have at it. I don't know why Nick Nurse cannot stand Chris Boucher. Obviously, I'm, I'm a little upset. My feelings are hurt. The whole thing. Like, Chris Boucher, let's look at the numbers, Matt. 24 minutes a game, shot over 50%, 38 from three, 79 from the line, almost 14 points, almost seven boards, almost two blocks. And there were times when he would go out there and play like 13, 14 minutes. And I I just don't, I never understood it. And the thing I like about Boucher this year is if he gets minutes, like we know the talent is there. We know he's a young player. And as he gets more mature and figures things out. I mean, they got to play him more or they need to trade him. So I think it's a make or break year for Chris Boucher. Like he's either going to blow up and break out this year or hopefully he doesn't go the way of Anthony Randolph. Chris Boucher per 36 minutes for anyone who's curious. He was around 20 points, 10 rebounds, just rounding the numbers, three blocks and two threes per game. That's pretty exciting. I mean, what else do we need to say what's the depth chart look like in Toronto? Let's take a look at that. You've got, I believe the centers. I can tell you because oh, I'm going to talk about I one of them. I see a name. I see a name on there. We're going to be talking about in a second. Yes. Yeah. It's Boucher. I believe Kem Birch and uh, Precious Achua are the three centers we have on the depth chart at NBC sports edge for the Raptors. I mean, how does Boucher not get 30 minutes out of that trifecta? Like how I'm going to tell you in a second. Tell me. It's because of my fifth guy, Kim Birch, who, Steve, I just want to remind you, you can tie this, to, we can tie this to Boucher if you want, but I, I'm just going to say that Kim Birch was quietly very good after joining the Raptors. He was around 12 points, seven and a half boards, two dimes, 0.8 steals, 1.2 blocks, 0.5 threes. This is another guy who has a new contract. The Raptors extended him. The competition at center. I can look at this from the other way, too, and say, well, this this sets up really well for Kem Birch as well. And uh, I actually think both guys can potentially be fantasy relevant, especially since Boucher is a guy who can step outside and, and stretch the floor. We know that that he has a penchant for shooting threes. Yes. And, I mean, it is very interesting. I, I kind of like Kem Birch, too. Like He fit in well with the Raptors last year. Nick Nurse appears to love Kem Birch. Yeah. So this could really come down to... Maybe Boucher's making too many defensive mistakes. Maybe he's not practicing the way they want him to practice. Like, who knows what goes on behind the scenes uh, in Toronto? And and I honestly could see this thing going either way. The nice thing about Ken Birch and Chris Boucher, and the the reason we're wrapping up this podcast talking about them, is the hype is going to be a lot less on Boucher this year. Birch isn't going to have a lot of traction around him. So we should be able to get both of these guys pretty late and there's a ton of upside for both of them 
I think Birch absolutely will be a guy you can get late in your drafts. I think Boucher, people still remember those best stretches of what he did last year. And, and it's just, I don't know. I, I think Boucher maybe falls, <clears throat> excuse me, a little further. But I, I could see people starting to target Boucher in like the fifth round. Well, and how, I mean, Boucher was a fourth round player last year on Basketball Monster, but was he? I mean, you know, that's the thing that's that's tricky about these rankings. And even though I love the way Basketball Monster is set up and love their algorithm, like they're still, who's number five, Matt? Is it Kyrie Thomas? Kyrie Thomas, no, but he's in the top 10, but that's just because he had a phenomenal five games. Six, I think he's six. Yeah, and I mean, there's there's obviously, there are some flaws in the system. And, you know, if somebody can skate through and not have a, a ton of turnovers and shoot solid percentages and put up decent numbers, they're, they're going to be ranked pretty high. But are they carrying your fantasy team? Probably not. Just like, I feel like Trey and Luca are ranked too low because, first of all, you're never going to get them in the fourth or fifth round. And there are times and most times that Luca and Trey are carrying fantasy teams um, to the playoffs and, and to championships. So I think you take rankings like that with a grain of salt and don't overthink it. But yeah, I think Boucher's value is probably a little inflated because he's a good three point shooter and he's a great shot blocker. Yeah. Those are hard to find. I think to your point, the rankings lie and don't lie sometimes. You know, I mean, there's certain players where it, it's a little bit of a mirage, like you said. I mean, I think Mikel Bridges is one example a guy who is a good fantasy player, but, you know, he was around top 40 last year because didn't turn it over, great percentages, doesn't hurt you anywhere. But it's not like he had incredible value really anywhere, uh, you know, around 13 points, four boards, a couple of assists, a steal, a block, a couple of threes. Like, He's solid. He's serviceable. He's good. Is he really worth a pick around number 40 in your draft? Probably not because his success in those rankings is more about not hurting you than it is about boosting you above zero in a ton of categories. I think that's your point, maybe, Steve. Yeah, Matt, your ever-changing jersey lineup behind you is it's expanding. It's like the, your jerseys are having children. <laughs> Yeah, we did. We do have a we have a Collins, uh, Trey Young, and a Cam Reddish back there right now. Yeah, I'm gonna try to get another hanger up and see if we can't get Bogdanovich back there as well. He's feeling left out. Now I've, I've covered up my jersey rotation with the Sports Edge banner. But yeah, it looks great. Maybe I need to switch that around. Okay. All right. Well, I think that is going to do it for us. Uh, don't forget to subscribe on Apple, on Spotify, wherever you listen. Take a second to rate and review us as well. We're going to be back here on Friday. And in the meantime, just want to say thanks to everyone for listening on the podcast and for watching live with us on YouTube. And Steve, thank you to you, sir. I will see you later this week. All right. Thanks. Start clean with Clorox because Clorox delivers a powerful clean Every time. Because messes happen. Because... Hey, listen. Remember how you told me to toss those takeout containers before we left for vacation? And you were like, I'm serious. If that leaks over the counter, it'll be a slimy abomination by the time I get back. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Don't worry about it. I won't forget. (laughs) Well. Ooh, yeah. That happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed. Rinse after use if in contact with food surface. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. 
The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash activecash.